Welcome back, team, to week 14 of the Sunken City Fantasy Project, a podcast by No Sports, hosted by me and my co-host, Joel. That's him. That, that's me. That's that's who, Sorry. yeah. No, yeah, you could say it's it's me. It's yes. fine. I'm here, too. Um, it's uh, We're coming at you a little late with this episode. We apologize for that. Life is uh, hectic and things come up. We did not do our Twitch stream yesterday uh thankfully the podcast itself will come out wednesdays at per normal but a few hours late but nonetheless uh while things are a little slow and we're feeling a little uh dreary i suppose the weather going on right now in our area i'm pumped oh yeah (laughs) yeah i uh i last week or for the past couple weeks i guess or specifically last week we advise that if you were in trouble going into the playoffs, to pray to the fantasy gods, right? Yes. And uh, I did that. And they delivered. And they, and they listen. And I, I, I never, I, and you know, you never pray for a player to get hurt or injured or anything. And I, I wasn't, this wasn't even in my brain uh, when it was happening. But sure enough, for, like, I can't remember. It was like within the first, like, few, like, the second drive or something. Maybe Kyler Murray gets injured and I go, <laughs> I end up in the playoffs of three of five leagues. And thus, I can declare it was a good season. <laughs> yes. So you, you never, you never wish ill of a, of a player, but it, it, when it happens on the other person's mm. team and you reap the benefits, it feels good. It feels yeah, good. I mean, I guess I would I would say I, I wish ill on like Deshaun Watson and maybe like Ben Roethlisberger and the and the ill, those <laughs> that ill. But oh, I, I'm a Kyler Murray fan. I've had him before in leagues past. He's very disappointing from a fantasy perspective. I will never touch him again. And I find his story in Arizona quite interesting. That yes. he needs to have contract clauses that state he has to like watch more film. Hey so man, think- you're you're bad at doing your job. So we're gonna put contract clauses to try to make you better at your job. Well yes. I, I guess my point being I can relate with the giant man child. So like I'm I'm okay with Kyler Murray. I don't know how long he's gonna be in the NFL. Um and with this injury it might be shorter than expected. But yeah so with his injury I I walked into the playoffs. There was one game where I was playing against someone who had um, Murray and the Patriots defense. And he Ooh. was like 20, 21 points behind me. And Kyler Murray put up like what? 0. 0.5 points. So he didn't even get like a full Terrible. point. I don't yeah, yeah, not he didn't even great. get a full point. Like, Cause I think he went negative on the play. He got hurt on. Um, but anyway, uh, the Patriots D ended up like putting up 20 fucking points. And that game was decided by like a 0.5 of a point. I won by 0.5 of a point. Thanks, Damn. To Kyler. thanks to Kyler Murray going down. That is incredible. What yeah, a, so, uh, if what a you, squeaker. What if a you, squeaker. Yeah, if you took our advice and prayed to the fantasy gods. Hopefully you I, well clearly if you're a Kyler Murray owner you didn't listen and you didn't pray loud enough, um so it worked I, I guess so uh, pat on my back I think I have a good good teams and all those leagues going into the playoffs if everybody can you know shape up I mean I think it's like it's either McCaffrey or Jonathan Taylor on in all of them so those will be leading my team and got Josh Josh Allen, Josh Allen yep so I, I'm pretty stoked as far as um my playoff perspectives i how about you dude like this was a good weekend even though we're like kind of a little late with the podcast but it's, it's great this is great 
Yeah, overall, for me, not too terrible. I squeaked into the playoffs in two of the leagues. I'm just not scoring a lot this year. We've talked about it kind of all year that this is a just a bizarre fantasy year in general. Mm-hmm. And um, don't get me wrong, my jo- like this league, the league we're in together is my mm-hmm. best league. All the other ones, I squeaked in it like eight and six, I think, yeah. uh, is like or, or nine and five, yeah. somewhere in oh, there. Yeah. Yeah, same same uh, story here with my, the ones that I got in. The one the one we're in, the one that this podcast I guess is founded on, oops all keepers, big ass keeper league. Yeah, I, I, we are the top two teams, and it's it's I don't even think it's probably close to be perfectly honest. Uh, yes, for for our specific league, you and I are number one and number two, and then uh, I believe Squid Game Among Us. Which let me get you whose name right, that is. Make, That's Matthew names. Fryo. Yeah, I don't know this guy, but that guy's arguably the the other great team. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this week was it. It was cool because like it didn't really matter if I won or lost. I was mm-hmm. gonna get in the playoffs either way. I did lose barely. I think by like four points. And uh, it was just because the Dolphins got exposed. They just looked mm-hmm. terrible. The Tua wasn't able to complete things he should normally. The defense was horrible that game. Not that that affects my fantasy, but that affects my players being on and off the field a lot more. So, uh, yeah, my dude, Josh Jacobs, is literally my team MVP. The dude is insane. He's too oh, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll touch a little bit more on Josh Jacobs when we get to the ADP thing. He's, I think... At least from how I, I'm looking at it, the steal of the draft. So, good congratulations to all Josh Jacob owners. If you are going into the playoffs with them, you should feel very comfortable and very happy. Yes. Um. Cool, man. Well, congrats to you. Congrats to me. We are playoff bound. We st- statistically, like you know, I'm in three playoffs. So, like you know, there's only four slots in each playoff. So, statistically, I have a pretty good chance of winning one. You know. Ideally, yes. <laughs> Ideally. In um, a perfect world, you would win at least one. So, and I, I want to say two of these leagues, it's going to be just one week, um, one week playoff. You, you yeah. Know. You win and you move on, you lose. Win and, yeah, that's winner, it. There's winner, no stacking um, of collective points. But in one of these leagues, it's a two week, you know, total points. And I'm Ooh. not excited about that. And now that we're here at playoffs, I guess I wanted to talk to you about that. Uh, I know we've kind of talked about things like this before, but now that we're here at the cusp and like fucking foot of the playoffs, buddy, go us. That's it. We did it. Um, how like where where do you stand on the whole two game? And also, I guess let's go ahead and touch in like how many teams do you like in the playoffs? Um, I well, for one, it really depends. Let's go back. Yeah. Let's go back to your first question. I do not like multiple week playoffs. I don't like it to me. So much like you won one week, you're sweating it all week. Now you got to sweat it for two and you may have won the first week, but the second week, for example, Kyler Murray gets hurt and you're just blown out. So instead of moving on to the next round where you could have won money, even if you lost, like usually you get a prize for first, second and third place. So if you get past your first round of the playoffs, Usually that means you're in the finals or at least the semis. So there's a chance you could still make money in one way or the other. Having it dual stacked for weeks isn't great. And then you also push that uh, into the later weeks of the regular season where teams like we're going to talk about a little bit that are sitting players. Mm-hmm. Like if, if Eagles are making it and you're banking on Jalen Hurts giving you that 35, well, the last two weeks of the season, he ain't going to play. Well, yeah. there goes your season. 
So I just, I don't, I don't really care for that. And then for your second part of the question, uh, how many teams do I like to have? Usually I like six in the playoffs. I think the first mm-hmm. two teams should get a buy and then, uh, you know, f- uh, three, four, five, and six battle it out to move on. And then those first two teams that get the buy go on and then a total of a three week championship run. Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's I, I guess, uh, we mentioned, I mentioned earlier, it kind of really depends on your, your league size too, but, um, I agree with you wholeheartedly on the, the two week playoff game system. Um, I think it's really bullshit that like you could have beaten someone one week and then the next week, one of his players just goes off and like completely catches up and like buries you. And I mean, I guess that is still just all part of the fantasy thing. Um, but like, you know, if, the, if there's ever the argument like, oh yeah, you're trying to be more like the NFL, you're trying to be more like an actual football league. Then in what world do like, there's no series in football. No, this isn't the NBA playoffs. Like, come on. So I, I agree with the, the two week thing. Um, and an opposite side of it, even if it's like close to your, you know, opportunity, like someone could just blow you out the first week and you're just praying for a miracle the second week. And it's just, it's a bummer to like, know you're, you have no chance, you know? Like I said, it's so just demoralizing over that two weeks. I, I agree. It's just not worth it. It's too stressful. It's too, too stressful. Stress. Too stressful. Let me let me go ahead and get it done, you know. Um, as far as the uh, playoff size goes, I really like – and, again, it really all depends on your league structure, how many teams you have and everything. Um, and, I did, you know, a 12-team league, I re- I'll say this. I like seeing at least ha- or half – about of the league go to the playoffs or have the opportunity to go to the playoffs in a 10 team league. I know half is five, so it wouldn't be like really mathematically great. Um, So, you know, four teams make the playoffs in a 10 team league. Um, But if you're in a 12 team league, I I agree with six. And then, you know, two people get a buy. I think the buy after the long season you've had, if you had a team that put up the numbers that they should, you've earned it. Yeah, I th- I think that, and with that, I I like to reward the team, like the the teams that did the best in the regular season. I I think that's a fun little reward just to give them at the end. It's like you don't have to worry about the you know the wild card round. You can go ahead and go on into the, like the top four. Like you you've made that top four. Yeah, so that's just kind of where I stand on playoffs. So I you know I'm dealing with a, a little variety here. Um, and you know, I, I'm I'm dealing with it. I'll I'll do my best. You, you, there's not really any change of strategy. You play your best players. It is so. what it is at this point. You know who you got, and you hope that it works out. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, cool. That's uh, I guess our our opinions on playoff. If anybody cared, <laughs> we're in it. If you're not, sucks yeah. to be you. Hopefully, yeah, you can losers. get into it next year. You know, I'm trying to win money. Bang. Um. So when when I was kind of mentally preparing for this past fantasy week, I, I knew there was a good chance I wouldn't make the playoffs in any but one league. So um, I really was not expecting to have much of a conversation ready. <laughs> no, that's um, fine. and and that kind of flipped once you know Kyler Murray went down, and he went down on a Monday too, which is uh, interesting. He went down Monday, right? Yeah. It was a Monday night game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Made me stress. Fantasy gods made me stress all weekend. Um, so yeah, I kind of partied uh, Tuesday. 
Um, so, but with that, you know, you make the playoffs, you got to start thinking about the playoffs and I know we're still kind of early, but other team, like the real NFL is going to have to start thinking about their playoffs and that, that makes fantasy an issue. And we've, we've touched on it before in previous episodes, like this is just kind of the looming thing here at the end that we all deal with is that teams are starting to potentially eyeball sitting and like just resting people for the rest of the season, depending on where they're at. Um, so I guess I wanted to kind of lead into this, that conversation, uh, with what I've kind of written down of teams that are probably close to making these calls. Um, and at the top of the chart is the Eagles They're I think 11 and one right now, um, killer team. They're looking great. They have a ton of different weapons. I think they're 12 Um, and one now, huh? mm, Is it, is it 11? I can't remember. They're doing great. They're they're the top. They've team. lost one game all season. Yeah, they're twelve and one. They're first in the MC. Twelve and one. Yeah. Um. So they might be in a position. And Hertz, uh, he had like a little dinger, I think, earlier in the season. Um. But like they're kind of position. I think they're like a game away potentially from like locking in like a a you know number one buy seed. You know. Oh yeah, they have in total four games left. Of the four remaining games they have, it's one that's at Chicago, at Dallas, then they have New Orleans at home, and the Giants at home. So in reality, of those last four games, Dallas will be the only one that could potentially give them some trouble. And I say that with the smallest grain of salt because I do not think the Cowboys will win that game. But if the Eagles were to lose one, it would be that one. So they would probably win the other three. They'll start sitting people probably after the Dallas game, which for some people – is either your championship week or the week after. So you're looking at players, what, A.J. Brown. I think Devonta Smith stands to benefit potentially because, you know, they'll they'll sit A.J. before him. And so you'll probably see Devonta come into that number one wide receiver spot. But late c- fantasy season breakout, Miles Sanders here. At the there end you of go. The Mr. Been, Garbage time. Yeah, who's been killing it here at the end of the season. Um, like he'll, he, they'll probably, you know, rest him, you know, and, and uh, I guess specifically what I'm, I'm building up to is Hertz, um, who's been a star quarterback for you. If you've had him all season, I want to say he's like a top five quarterback oh, yeah. might be number three, I believe behind yeah. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. I believe he's number three. So if you got Eagles players and I do, uh, I think it's time to start eyeballing potential, just like backups, you know, backups. You know, I don't want to say cuffs. I don't want to tie you down to whoever's in line behind these all stars. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, if you're if you're rolling with Eagles players just because they've done so well, you need to start kind of keeping an eye out for that. So just just so you know, that's my my nod uh, to Eagles owners. You know the, that that could potentially happen sooner than later just because of how well they've done. Um, following in that regard, the Vikings, Bills, Chiefs. They're all up there. They're all on watch. I don't know what their schedules look like, but they 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 are at risk potentially of losing their number one spot if they lose out in their divisions. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. But with that, I don't think the starters are in the same risk that you know the Eagles starters are of potentially being rested. So uh, with Vikings, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, um, I guess what tj hawkinson now yep he would also be probably sitting yeah i don't i don't think too many people are relying on cousins um 
No, if you have him, I mean, like, good for you. But mm. I, I just that's not ever a guy I'd buy in on. He's the, QB the, two. The, 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 the two people on that team that I believe are absolutely like you have to have them, which we've talked about tons of times, are Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, and then T.J. Hawkinson's creeping up there because his targets are increasing. But yeah, those are people. Those are probably be the guys they sit. Yeah, uh, the Bills. We of course got my boy Jishi Allen. And uh, Stefan Diggs, no one's really given much of a hell about Devin Singletary. I knew the running backs there, so I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not even going to list them, note them here. Uh, but the Chiefs, of course, he got Kelsey, the monster, and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, their running backs and the uh, wide receiver core also is kind of just muddled with depth. They're all kind of good and all getting looks and touches, but not enough to. For me to warrant fantasy consistency, like I'm playing Pacheco in some leagues unwillingly just because of the need for an RB or a flex that will get 10 points. So, right. Um, so, yeah, that, those are the guys at the top that are potentially going to start resting their players. On the flip side, we have people at the bottom who might just shut it the fuck down and not risk hurting their rookie players, their younglings, their injury prone stars. Uh, and of course, at the top of this list is the Texans, who have been absolute garbage this year. Um, I don't probably think get the number one pick. They have the only yeah. one win all year. Um, if you have any, uh, you know, Brandon Cook's a great player, not great on Texans. Uh, Damian Pierce was having a little breakout there, um, and then that also kind of just got stunted. Um, I, who is the quarterback for Texas? <laughs> it's Dak Prescott. Oh, you mean for the Texans, <laughs> the, the not Texans, for Dallas? Texans, I'm sorry, yeah, you said sorry. for Texas. Texas, my mind, and we on Dallas. Sorry, uh, I should. They got, have right. not really had one. They've been bouncing around with. Uh, I think they've tried three different guys. Yeah. Out this year, so, so on the bottom side of it, you're really not at risk of losing much fantasy wise. Like every now and then, there's like a stud player, and you know, I guess if and I'm trying to think of an example, and I can't think of one off the top of my head, but like you know, you know, every now and then, a shitty team will have this star breakout player. Uh, and they'll just shut him down at the end of the season. No risk in pointing hurting him. Yeah. Um, sorry, they have a ahead. terrible. No, I was gonna say they have a terrible schedule coming up for uh, Houston anyway. So like they play uh, Kansas City at home, then Tennessee, then Jacksonville, then Indy. So like the only one they could probably win is Indy, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, so like oh, overall, their team, all of those players are gonna you wouldn't want to start one person from that team. Yeah. Yeah, now so you want to start I, a defense against them. I would do that. Like if, you know, if the this week is the Chiefs, if the Chiefs defense is available. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, but the, back to the point. There's really not much fantasy value. I think anybody, anybody who's made it to the playoffs definitely wasn't rolling with the Houston players on their starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Maybe like Damian Pierce at one point, but um, yeah, just kind of meddling. Uh, following them up, you got the Broncos, the Rams, the Bears, and the Saints. And you know, we'll we'll touch on the Saints harder in a little a little bit. But like the Broncos, they too have just kind of been a meddling mess. Like there was so much potential in Sutton and Judy, and you know, we never got to see it. You know, Javante Williams, I, I guess, kind of in the same situation. He got game. hurt, but yeah, he the got other hurt. guys he got season. The other guys are just because Russ can't throw. All of a sudden, yeah, letting like Russ that, cook means he's going to give you. I don't know, like Chef Boyardee, that's cold. Like the yeah. dude just is terrible. Russell has been worthless fantasy wise, and he has made everyone else on that team just as worthless, excluding the breakout running back rookie who got seasoned. 
Um, the Rams, who are you know champions, but like they they just kind of fell apart here. You know, I don't know what to say. They just kind of fell apart. They had a lot of people retire and move yeah. on from that team when they won, and yeah, they're just in a clear rebuild mode. But shout out to Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Shout out oh to yeah, that yeah, guy. congrats! Shout out to him for coming in off the street on a Tuesday, playing a game on Thursday, and winning. That's it's pretty baller. I can't lie. Um, if you had, if, if Cooper cup wasn't injured, I guess that would be an example for like what I was saying earlier of like having a, a team that would probably be, you know, in the, the realm of shutting people down just because it's been such a shitty season, you know, mm-hmm. like just go and shut that guy down. Um, yeah. but I mean, if you, if you have cup, you've already, you're already dealing with replacing him. So not really any much of a fantasy worry there either. Uh, the bears, this one, this one kind of hurts because fields has had a good, nice little breakout season and it looks like he got dinged up and it makes you wonder what, why risk it? You know, the season's kind of a loss, shut him down and like, just have him ready to go next season. Um, fantasy wise. Oh, what is it? Khalil Abair's coming back. Ty, David Montgomery hasn't really done much. Cole Komet has been flickering, and we hope hope he does better. <laughs> Just want my boy to do better. Um, but like, there's really not much going for the Bears right now, other than Fields. Am I wrong? You are correct. That is the only thing happening there, and unfortunately, he's not happening a lot because that O line keeps letting him get smacked as he tries mm-hmm. to run around the field. So. Mm-hmm. overall not great yeah not great they're eliminated from the playoffs anyway so they're probably not even going to be doing much other than try to lose games and get a better draft pick yeah so you'll if you had fields like i'm i have them in one league i plan on stashing them maybe into next season okay i haven't really decided the same league i got herbert in, so it's going to be a big decision if i want to keep one or both um but last but not least on this list are dearly beloved saints and I think a lot of like keen eyed fantasy people might have had a lave, but yes. no one's no one's missing Michael Thomas. We don't have a consistent tight end, and we don't have a consistent quarterback. Um, we Alvin don't Kamara, have, and that leads well, and that leads to Kamara being shit, and he's like a really our only fantasy stud on the team at the moment. Which Dennis um, Allen said this past week in a press interview that they're going to try to get him involved more. I'm like, now, now, yeah, you're why? To get why? Like, now, like, let's go ahead and tank. Let's get you fired, Dennis Allen. He's going to get fired. Like, let's get the best draft pick we can get. Hopefully, we'll get a quarterback in this coming draft. Let's take one year to let this new coach and quarterback get acclimated, and then like consider next year lost and right off too, and then come back like double down in 2024. The problem is That's we don't have what a first-round draft pick this year because we gave it to the Eagles. And so let's Fuck. hope that yeah, we don't <laughs> even have a pick. Like This is literally a burn it and watch the ashes for a whole other season type situation. We're gonna, we're, this is back to the bags over our head days. Uh, it's it's going to be dark in New Orleans for a while. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I was hopeful. How you much you want to hope- bet they push for Tom Brady? Because he's a free agent. How much you want to push? They. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get him, dude. I, don't, I, I would. I would rather. I would rather for the like develop a quarterback. I'd like to. See oh yeah, that I don't else. want Tom Brady, especially the way he no, treats his teammates not, and yells and, and screams. And not at his price tag. We don't want you here, but yeah, New Orleans um, needs somebody cool, and 
It's just not a lot of options. Where's Gardner Minshew at? Where's my boy? Get that I guy. I wanted in Baker here. fucking Mayfield when they fucking dude. I wish we would have scooped him up after we uh, Deshaun uh, went to fucking Cleveland. I was like, oh man, dude, we should get Baker. That would be such a big f you to Cleveland because you remember the Saints were in the run in there. They were rumored to be a Deshaun destination too. I do and I was recall. Like, Fuck no. I do recall, and I did not want him either. Um. So, yeah, the Saints are a fucking mess. Hopefully next season we get it together. But, like, on a personal end, I'm kind of just shutting them down mentally. Like, I'm all (laughs) I'm all Pelicans now. (laughs) This is been there. uh, As far as my local teams goes, I'm a Pelicans boy. We might have to talk about doing something Pelicans, you know, moving out of football season. Uh, But, yeah, the Saints are a fucking fantasy mess. They're a real life mess. Uh, It's not good. Avoid the Saints. I mean, you know, the only you, good thing in New Orleans right now is the Pelicans, as you said. Flock up, gulp, gulp. Here we go. And I'm, I'm the league that I, one of the two leagues I did not make the playoffs in. It's because I had Kamara. You know, mm-hmm. so hurt you. Not again. because I had Kamara. It's because it wasn't just his fault that I missed the playoffs. It was a team effort, but like he wasn't pulling doing any favors for our team. So just lump him in there. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, the, again, there's really not much that you were losing from the saints that you hadn't already lost again. Alave might be the only one risk and he's been like a really good rookie. I don't think we're going to shut him down. I think he's probably going to want to get reps in throughout the rest of the season. Oh yeah. Um, so, but yeah, Kamara is definitely a candidate to be shut down, you know, early. Um, cool. Uh, that's really that as far as what I'm looking at, as far as teams, just willingly resting players or benching players. Um, as far as other potential moves to, you know, kind of pad yourself here in the playoffs, I went through a few. Um, you let me know what you think. If you have any, throw them in. Um, but I guess these are late last minute cuffs in this regard. Uh, we've already talked about Zonovan Knight. We've been harping on him for a couple of weeks. I love the name and he's proved to be a, effective Brees Hall replacement and to much to the chagrin of James Robinson and who Michael Car- who who the fuck else is a running back up there Michael Carter uh they have a Ty, Ty Jones I thought was his name is that not his name I can't remember no it's regardless they're deep in the pit for him as well yeah so Zonovan Knight aka Bam and this just tripped me up because I was looking I was trying to pick him up and um, I typed in night and I think ESPN, it was either ESPN or NFL and only it only Bam came up and I didn't know Bam was his nickname at the time. <laughs> and I was like, no, where, where the fuck is Zonovan? And I, like, no, I tried I mean, Zonovan, I sh- not Bam. Yeah, yeah, I don't want Bam Knight. I want Zonovan. <laughs> like a like a substitute teacher, like yeah. is Zonovan Knight? You mean Bam? Like, no, that's Zonovan Knight? <laughs> Um, yeah, so I had a I had a fun time trying to like scoop him in a couple leagues and looking for him, but I think for the most part he's been claimed across the board. I don't think he's available. If he is available, grab him. He Ty definitely... Johnson, that's the other running back. Ty Johnson, I just looked it up. Sure, Sorry. sure. <laughs> Number four on the depth chart. Not not a high guy there. Um, but other than him, it looks like I talked. We talked about some of these cuffs in previous episodes. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's backup. I thought it would may have been uh, Tevin Coleman, um, but it looks like it's going to be this Jordan Mason kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Chubba Hubbard, who's probably been picked up and dropped more than anyone else this season. He seems like a good cuff to Foreman. 
Um, you know, especially with how shitty that team is, they might shut Foreman down for the rest of the season. Who knows? I don't know what their contract situations are. Um, Khalil and Montgomery, we've talked about them before as potential candidates uh, for being shut down. So if if you got one of those guys, maybe consider having them both just in case they shut one down. Uh, Keontae Ingram is behind James Conner. And mm-hmm. I haven't done much film on this guy. I, again, it's just kind of, I like the guy's name and that worked out pretty well for Bam. I wonder what his nickname is. <laughs> that guy, um, if, first off, with Kyler Murray going down, they're going to have to run the ball mm-hmm. more. So uh, you just, I guess you want to have James Conner in his backup just in case, but mm-hmm. another team that's not going to go very far this year, they're not going to win their division. It's probably not something worth doing. Yeah. Um, and the last, uh, group i have on this list is the patriots running backs and this is really just because Ramondre uh, twisted his ankle or something i didn't see what the full injury was but he is got a cue by his name now and damian harris looks like he might be coming back i think off ir i don't know so it might be worth it you know if if bill belichick has had a change of mentality in the running back department you know maybe he was more willing to let whoever steps into that position be a bell cow figure if it's not rahamandre another ah, fun name that paid rahamandre rahamandre um so yeah that's that's um that's the list i kind of came up with um did you have any anybody that you could give out and give away your secrets uh for la- <laughs> this late into the season cuffs that we haven't discussed mm-hmm. in previous episodes yeah, not running particularly thin, um, I've been holding on to Darius Slayton from the Giants. He's yep. been like a sneaky, him. quiet uh, wide receiver, too. He's put up uh, his lowest score all year was in week six with two points. Um, and then this past week against Philly, he had six. But next up, they have Washington, Minnesota, Indy. And then by week 18, most leagues are done. And they play Philly again. So his final three weeks at Washington, at Minnesota, and at Indy, he's worth absolutely picking up and, and making sure you have somebody. And then uh, that's really about it. That's that's the only guy. Yeah. <laughs> just looking uh, at like options out there, it's just like ah, yeah, he'd be worth stashing just to have. But at the pickings be thin at this point, and I think it would be very behooving to at least make sure you already have your backups in place. You know? Yes. Hundred percent. I mean, it's just kind of it is what it is at this point in the season. I I definitely got some tweaking to do. I really fudged myself. I, I drank a little too much last night and uh, slept in and I missed, you know, putting in my waiver request for Wednesday morning. So now I'm just literally going to be picking for scraps uh, if I wasn't already. So that's that's just kind of what it is this this point in the fantasy season. So good luck out there. If you're able to get anybody that we've talked about, congratulations. Uh, big pat on the back to us for like talking about them before they blew up and like got mainstream i don't know what what the fuck i'm saying here they've been the professionals have been talking about these people too so (laughs) it's not like we're some gurus we're just kind of like oh yeah this this rookie who had a really good game might be something and then three games later it's like oh yeah he was something (laughs) yeah it's real good keep him up keep up the good work we called it once we acknowledged his good performance that first time um cool well i I don't really have much else in the way of uh, f- typical fantasy banter. Um, 
Joel, I'll kick it over to you if you have anything you want to like just get off your chest. Otherwise, I mean, I'm want to do just a kind of abbreviated ADP draft recap thing that we do. No, I the only thing that I really want to do this season before we fully finish our fantasy podcast season is our no no list episode. But I'll Ooh, save a lot. Yeah, of my we stuff definitely for can that. do that at the end, like literally, like the last episode, like. Because, you know, there might be some people who really fuck us in the playoffs. <laughs> <that Sure>. we... <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I was a huge Joe Mixon fan, and he came right back before the playoffs, and he just fucked me. Um, yeah, as I said, uh, if, if you're a listener, you know what this is all about. This is my draft ADP versus current confidence rating scale you can find these things all over the Internet. This is mine. I'm going to run through an abbreviated version today because – either next week or for our last episode, probably the I'm, I'm, I'm leaning next week, but probably the second to last episode, which will probably be week 17, I guess. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that off, off mic. Um, I want to do like a big final, you know, how, how things have changed from the ADP to what they are now. But anyway, uh, the abbreviated version today after week 14 going into week 15, not too much has changed. Everything that I've mentioned before has kind of stayed the same. Christian McCaffrey is back at the number one confidence spot. So, you know, he, he was kind of faltering there for a minute early in the season. Uh, everyone else is really kind of nailing their ADP. I think the biggest n- people that we need to just acknowledge that dropped off and really were bust in your draft. Um, you got Najee Harris, who has just fallen off a cliff as far as a first round pick kind of guy goes. Uh, Joe Mixon, his injury has kind of made it worth his lower confidence rating this week. He's currently at 27, which still isn't bad, but, um, yeah, he was, he's been injured. So like, there's that, uh, Jamar Chase is finally back. Uh, he's back in the top 10 Alvin Kamara, as we've already talked about on this episode, He's been a very big disappointment, mostly due to just the entire team, just not being able to find itself. Deandre Swift. Man, the Lions just running backs just can't get it together. It seems it's like, the, the like most, one just has a star performance and then it's back and forth. I was going to say, it's literally the most ping-pongy backfield of all right now, which is mm-hmm. horrible to try to plan around. It's been rough. Yeah, so he he was probably a high draft pick for you. He's been a complete bust. Uh, Aaron Jones is another guy who really hasn't had much confidence throughout the season and was uh, drafted highly. Uh, Leonard Fournette, another guy who's dropped really fucking far. Tyreek Hill, great draft pick, really's outperformed what you expected. Mark Andrews, of course, the number two tight end, um, but Kelsey is vastly ahead of everybody else. Those are the guys who have dropped the hardest and farthest uh, from their early draft picks. And just want to touch on some people you probably got late in the draft who are doing incredibly well for you. AJ Brown. Keenan Allen finally showing up. Uh, we've talked about him a little bit last episode. And, of course, our boy Josh Jacobs, who has been an absolute top 10 player every week, week in, week out. Unbelievable year for him. You got him probably several draft or several rounds in, in the draft. So congratulations to him. Uh, also, more studs that you got. Jalen Waddle, DK Metcalf, Ama, Sun God there. Uh, Chris Godwin was a great pickup. Tony Pollard finally made it pretty high. He made it on the list last week, and now he's 11 on the confidence list. 
Um, he was ADP'd at 79. So big pat on the back for us for at the beginning of the season being like, this is Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard team. Like Zeke doesn't even get like ranked anymore. No, he does not. He's not even worth talking about. Um, so Tony Pollard, hell yeah. Miles Sanders, as we said, is finally showing up here at the end. He was a good draft pick. If you've been dealing with him all season, he's probably going to play off here at the playoffs. DeAndre Hopkins being a top fucking 10 wide receiver as we knew he would be whenever he got back. Uh, Alave is still ranked pretty goddamn high given the shitty situation and Garrett Wilson, uh, wide receiver for the jets. Everybody on the jets is balling out. Doesn't matter what your name is. So. Unless you're Mike White. He's not doing super hot, but everybody else in the Jets is doing great. Oh, yeah, dude. He got tore up. But, like, are they are they going to send Zach Wilson back in? <laughs> I, I doubt that. But you know. uh, Yeah, I think they'll probably put Flacco back in. But, like, that's – I'm not – everything else other than the quarterback on that team is potentially worth a fantasy, like, look, you know? That's right. All right, so that's the ADP update list. Uh, we'll go ahead and go, you know, we'll keep a quick episode this week. We'll go ahead and go into our final bits here where Joel and I pick the defense and kicker waiver picks of the week. And this is very important going in here into the final stretch. You know, you might be going into the first round of your playoffs or the last week of your regular season here for week 15. So listen up, kiddos, because we got pretty good ratings. Yeah, because we know stuff. Yeah, but last week we did not. We know nothing. (laughs) We We did terrible. All right, so, sorry. In week 14, we picked, all right, so I picked following Evan. I I cheated off Evan, and I I should have known better than to do that. He he picked Matthew Wright, and I picked Matthew Wright the following week. Uh, The Pittsburgh player, um... (laughs) This Outwaved. is yeah. So this kind of reminded me of the Prater situation we had earlier in the year. Um, however, I don't have the argument that his replacement, and it's not really his replacement. Uh, Matthew Wright was the stand-in for Boswell while he was injured, and they mm-hmm. activated Boswell like out of nowhere last week, much to the similar situation that like I was in with uh, Matt Prater earlier in the season with Arizona. And so, yeah, like the kicker I picked just straight up got waved, but Boswell did shit, so I can't even put like another asterisk next to my name. So <laughs> I took a terrible. I took a zero there. I did not get any points. Uh, Joel, would you like to explain how the Seahawks did your pick? I don't understand how they did so terrible yeah. against the Panthers. It's the Panthers, yeah. and they just did awful. They just did awful. They ended up getting one point. The Raiders, my second pick, didn't do much better either. It was a rough week for defenses, which we said looking at it, like, this is real thin. It's a thin pool this week. Not good for either of us. So now my credibility meter is awful. I'm at 8 of 14. You're at 10 of 14. Yours is better than mine. And hopefully I can at least get 50% by the end of this thing. I'm hoping to be better than 50 because, whew. Otherwise, well, I might as well just hang it up. Pretty close. Um, I guess I want to. We're going to go until week eighteen with this, correct? I mean, why not? Why not? Yeah. All right. So we'll go into the week eighteen. Yeah, Ari had updated us. Uh, Joel is eight out of fourteen. I'm ten out of fourteen. So we're we're pushing we're pushing under seventy five percent. You know, like you know, we know what they're talking about most of the time. We're we're looking at like closer to a two thirds of the time rather than three quarters. Um. Previous guests have done well. 
no need to mention them. We'll give them a shout out at the end of the season. Uh, but that leads us into our week 15 picks and we're going to do way better. And I got to tell you, I approached it with a whole new fresh line of thinking, new strategy. I'm not going to steal from anybody and, you know, all the metrics I use with the weather and teams that points against the kick and all that. I factored it all in. So are you ready for week 15 picks? Oh yeah, let's do it. All right. So, this week I'm going with Cameron Dicker, Dicker the yeah, Kicker, and I'm Dicker. going with him because his name's cool and it's fun to say. <laughs> I like it. That's a good, a, a solid option. It's more thought than I gave to mine. The Kicker. He is the kicker for the Chargers. He has not done terrible. He's been okay. He's been a serviceable kicker. He's rostered in 14% of uh, leagues, and according to ESPN, they go up against Tennessee. Um, yeah, who who cares? I, I looked like a fool last week. I'm, I might as well look like a fool this week. So Cameron Dicker, the kicker for my Cameron week Dicker. 15 pick. I like it. I'm going Cameron with... Dicker my, for my picker. Cameron Dicker for my kicker pick. Picker. <laughs> Cameron yes, Dicker for my kicker picker. Yeah. Uh, this week, I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals. They're one of the better teams for sure in the AFC right now, they're playing at Tampa Bay who is not doing great at all. Tom Brady's still going to put up some, some numbers, but I don't think that they're going to be able to overcome that defense. They're only rostered in 28% of leagues because people are still terrified of cranky Tom Brady. Uh, But I definitely think that Joe Burrow will put on a show and then Tampa Bay will not, well, it's going to make Tom Brady throw it more, which gives more opportunity for Eli Apple quote unquote to step Mm. up. Mm. We'll Mm. see. Yeah. Uh, don't put faith in Eli Apple. I've definitely learned that as a fan of football. <laughs> All right, cool. So we got Cameron Dicker for your kicker waiver pick of the week, and we got the Bengals for your defensive waiver pick of the week. If you need either of those going into, as I've said, the last, hopefully the last week of the regular season or first week of the playoffs, these are well-researched and thought-out picks. Totally not just based on the rhyming patterns we can make with their name. Yes. <laughs> but if you do get the rhyming pattern, it's even better. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to try and No, I can't. We've made the rule about the roster thing. I was going to say I need to squeeze in Tucker in here, but like it's got to be like a low rostered guy. Anyway, all right, uh, so that's that's your special teams, defense, and kicker picks. And then this is a personal bout between Joel and I. It's just our NFL game pick of the winner of the week pick. Uh, we cannot repeat as, you know, you know how these things work. So last week I picked the Eagles and Joel picked the Chiefs and both teams won. They did. Yeah. So we both got a point. That brings Joel to nine and two and me to eight and three and just one point behind Joel. Um, yeah. So Joel, I'll let you take away with your week 15 pick. Go ahead and lock it in. Yeah, no problem. I'm going to go actually with the Packers this week. Uh, controversial pick. I didn't realize I hadn't picked the Eagles yet. Just looking at the list. I should have done that. I'll save them for later uh, when they play the Texans. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with the Packers. They're playing the Rams. The Rams are playing in Lambeau on Monday night. I'm not betting against Aaron Rodgers on Monday night. I believe that the Packers will take it. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I'm going with the Chiefs. Uh, They play Houston, and I don't think I need to explain anything there because we've already talked about Houston. We've already talked about Chiefs. They're complete opposite ends of the spectrum as far as how they're doing as teams. This would be a big upset. 
And we're getting into the point in the season where, you know, it's time to start picking fucking winners. Yes. Trying to saving those good teams for late. Yep. 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 Um, Cool. So those are our picks. Uh, That is the last planned segment, I suppose, for this show. Joel, do you have anything that you want to throw in? Good luck to anybody. A quick week. Yeah. I was going to say good luck to anybody out there in your playoffs. If you didn't make it, cry about it and bitch till see if your rules can get changed quit your league join another one make it happen again either way i don't feel bad for you i'm sitting up top of the mountain yeah. in the playoff hunt yeah baby i am that's too, how i feel three of five leagues um i do have a guest coming on next week i'm excited to have him on uh there will be a guest we'll be back hopefully on our regular tuesday night twitch stream release the podcast the following day schedule so just be on the lookout for that uh thank you very much for listening um yeah good good luck in the playoffs unless you're playing against me in that case go fuck yourself suck a fat one and then to send off uh on a great note go pelicans just so everyone is aware go pelicans flock up yeah see you next time team